I do have some uh, fresh jokes to share. It's one-liners. If you like my humor, I think it'll be good. If you don't like it, you gotta suck it up for next one or two minutes. I just burned 2,000 calories. That's the last time I leave brownies in the oven while I nap. <clears throat> the last thing I want to do is hurt you, but it's still on the list. The problem isn't that obesity runs in your family. It's that no one runs in your family. <laughs> there are some who like my humor. That's good. Most people are shocked when they found out how bad I am as an electrician. Okay, one more. A recent study has found that women who carry an extra weight live longer than men who mentioned it. Okay, one last. What's the difference between ignorance and apathy? I don't know and I don't care. Okay, lift up your Bible. Say this with me. Lord Jesus, influence me this morning. Holy Spirit, I don't want to be informed. I want to be transformed by your word. And Lord, we are not here to come to know information about you. We want to know in such a way that revelation transforms us. And that is the cry of our heart this morning. Father, I pray that, that this will be a, a, a life-changing moment. The words that comes out of my mouth will be anointed by yours. So it will take us in your deeper understanding of who we are in you, Jesus. Father, we are tired of religious rut. We are tired of this routine that just takes us nowhere. But Father, here we are. Come with an expectation that you will transform us with the image of your son, Jesus. And give us a listening ears, sensitive mind that the words that will fall will be a good soil that produces hundredfold in return. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm so blessed to see that couples are leading worship. Last week, it was Molose and Lydia, and this week was uh, Benny and Sharon. And I do ha have the desire to do like that, but my wife says you are a terrible bathroom worship leader. You know, so, and uh, she hears me singing in the bathroom and she says, you're fit for that. So anyway, so it's so beautiful. What is it, wasn't it beautiful to see couples leading in worship? That is amazing. I, I have a greater desire to see families in a unit worshiping the Lord. It's so beautiful. Amen. I mean, worship doesn't stop after singing. We are continuing our worship. Through word, we will continue our worship through finances. We'll continue our worship by giving, for sharing, everything. So, anyway, so I'm going to share today what the Lord put in my heart. And I believe it is from the Lord uh, because it's, it's a bit heavy on the, on the matter itself. But I believe he's going to take us, uh, that the reason why sometimes he exposes things is not to condemn us, but to take us in a deeper revelation of who he is, but also to bring us into a place of transformation. 
So the topic goes like this, what's burning on the altar? What's burning on the altar? So I want to talk about that a little bit because uh, everybody likes barbecue. Yes, there's not a single person here says uh, barbecue means persecution. Uh, if you say that, I would probably need to pray for you and uh, deliver you from that misery. Anyway, so, but everybody likes barbecue. Everybody likes to grill something. Last week, you'll see in the tabernacle, we talked about the three aspects of the tabernacle. We talked about the outer court and the holy place and the most holy place. And we talked about the outer court talks about there is an altar there. Jesus was the sacrifice and the labor where his you know, we are washed by the blood and the water that brought us baptism. We talked about the salvation part. And then inner court, we talked about the three layers in the inner court. One is the lampstand, which gives us the light, you know, that produces life to us. And then we also talked about the showbread, which is Jesus becoming our bread, our life. And then in the middle, there is an altar. And that's an altar of incense where it becomes a sweet aroma. Our life becomes a sweet aroma. And this is the altar we are talking about. Outside the altar, Jesus was paid. Inside the altar, you and me are the altar. Our life becomes a sweet aroma to the Lord. Outside, natural light is there. Inside, there is only lampstand. Okay, so this morning, I want to talk about that altar, that place. Bible talks about a sweet aroma to the Lord. In other words, when we are presenting an altar, my question to you this morning, is your life is a sweet aroma to the Lord? Is your life an incense that brings God in such a way, this is what I want to see in my son's life? Now, I have some scriptures here. So the first scripture I want to read, it's in 2 Corinthians 2.15. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance. It's from New Living Translation. Please take notes. If you're not taking notes, take notes. Rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved by those who are perishing. Now, sometimes the world asks us questions. Like for example, if you're single and you're dating somebody and the world says, have you slept with that person? Have you kissed that person? And you say, no, I'm keeping it pure. And then the people are like, what? Doesn't make sense. My wife is a registered nurse. She used to practice in Spain. She finished her master's degree and she was working there. All her friends asked, oh, you found an Indian boyfriend. How is he? What do you mean? How is he? She, he's kind. He cooks well. But I'm not asking about that. But have you, have you tried she says, no. And they say, eres muy loco. You are so crazy. You should try. So this is what it says here. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. Some things that you do in your life, the way you honor God in the area of family, the way you take care of your wife, the way you treat opposite sex, the way you are kind and tender to other animals, the way you honor God with your tithes and offerings, the way you do things, some people will ask you, you are crazy man, this doesn't make sense, why you have to do this? 
You know why? We are a different breed. Amen. The world says, get all you can, can all you get, sit on your can. But the kingdom says, you want to receive, give. The world says, you want to go up, press somebody. The kingdom says, you want to go up, go low. The world says, you want to live, kill somebody. The kingdom says, you want to live, die. The world says, you want to conquer, make sure everybody surrender. The kingdom says, you want to conquer, surrender. It's a ultra kingdom. It's a completely opposite kingdom. So when, when God asks us to be a sweet incense, remember outside Jesus paid, inside you are an aroma. Look at the next verse, Ephesians 5, 2, it says, as and walk in love as Christ also loved us, that's the outside altar, given himself for us, that's the paid, the price he paid on the altar, as an offering and sacrifice to God as a sweet-smelling aroma. Isn't it beautiful? The wall got broken because that's Jesus' sacrifice. Every time high priest has to pay the price, the moment Jesus died, that's it. Everything is finished. Completely gone. Why? Because no more ultimate sacrifice. Nobody needs to pay. Jesus paid it all. Now, he's calling us to the same di you know, uh, dimension that you and me are called to live that lifestyle of a sweet aroma to the Lord. Of course, on Sunday here, for this one and a half hours, everybody will bring a sweet aroma to the Lord. You know why? We know how to do Christianese. We know how to speak Christianese. Praise the Lord, brother. Glory to Jesus. You know, if you come from a Pentecostal background, you have a fat Bible. You put it in your armpits. Hmm? Yes? Gideon? Stotraya. Atramandalo Stotramaya. You know, it's, it's very nice. It's beautiful. We are trained how to do behavioral modification, but God is interested in heart transformation. Amen? Religion focuses on external behavior modification. I remember first time somebody walked in to Papa's house and it was Chenny introducing his friends. This is Pastor Charles. And somebody said, I never saw a pastor in jeans and t-shirt. I'm like, I did not know what are the qualifications of a pastor. Is it jeans and t-shirt? By the way, you like my chosen t-shirt? It's cool, isn't it? Yes, you know. <laughs> so this is the point. You know, sometimes we measure people by externals. Religion has taught us how to measure up externally. But the kingdom is focused on heart transformation. Let's keep another verse. Psalm 65, 15. I will offer to you burnt sacrifices of fat animals with the sweet aroma of rams. I will offer bulls with goats. That means, yeah, the word Selah means you ponder. Let's think about it. Are you giving God the best? Or are you giving God the leftovers? And one lady said, I read Bible before I go to bed. I said, why? I thought she's very spiritual. I said, wow. No, this puts me to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I didn't do that. I want to... It was my imaginary conversation. You know, you know, how many of you have imaginary conversation? And in all the imaginary conversation, you are right and you win? Yes? <laughs> I, I always write in my imaginary conversation. Anyway, Romans 12, 1 and 2. It's a very familiar scripture. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, 
by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may be prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And this is something we all know the scripture by heart. We talk about it. But my point is, it says here, living sacrifice. What does that mean? In your prime age, if I am 90 years old and I am talking about sexual purity, you know, I can talk because you know why? 90 years old, nothing works. I can talk about sexual purity. I am 45 years, vigor, I have three kids and I am saying purity means I still know. Jesus is life in my life. You know what I'm talking about? So we need to be that living sacrifice, that giving to God everything of our lives, all our passion, all our thoughts, all our dreams, all our ideas, all our, all our, all our expectations. In every area of our life, we bring that fragrance to Jesus, a living sacrifice. Amen. You know, recently, I was talking to one brother on the other day, having a cup of tea, and he said something very touched me to the core. He said, Charles, I stopped watching movies. And I said, why? He said, no, sometimes the picture comes and it stays in my image. And I said to him, you know what? There are times the Lord refrains me to watch certain things. You know, now the curse word is so common. You know, it's like so common. We say Holy Spirit in the church. And we see movies that says holy something else. You understand what I'm saying? And you're, now you're saying, Charles, you're going little freak, weird. Huh? Come on, chill a little bit. Huh? Take a chill pill, Charles. Hmm? But this is my point. Guys, if we keep on compromising, little by little, little by little, and they say, the way, somebody take that goat somewhere, man. It's annoying me so much. You guys are not saying Amen. They are saying Amen. Come on, take that goat somewhere. Yeah, I will... The Briyanis. I can see Briyani there. You're talking about living sacrifice. That's a good attention, paying attention. Anyway, I lost my train of thought. What I was saying... Come on, you got to help me. Huh? Romans 12. We are in Romans 12. Yes. And this is something the Lord deeply touched my heart. And there are some movies, I choose not to watch it. There are some programs in the television that I choose not to watch it. Why? Because there is somebody that I am hosting is more important than the movies that represents there on the TV. See, we have the most privilege. A.W. Tozer says, no other creature has the capacity to worship God or imitate God like human beings. No other creature. Have you ever gone anywhere in the world and you ever seen a dog or, a, or take for example a, a bull comes together and says, I don't feel like a bull, I want to be a cow. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a, a, a bull wants to become a cow? I don't, you know, I have horns but I feel like a cow. No. Only the human being, because we've fallen short of the glory of God, we say, I look like a man, but I don't feel like a man. You know why? We lost the capacity of the original design. And that's why we are so messed up. And God is inviting us 
to live a lifestyle of living sacrifice and look at this verse roman 11:36 say for him through him and for him are all things to him be glory forever and ever and this is this is the desire that i want to share this with you my desire for you and for me when i preach this word i'm not preaching to you without first examining my heart okay that will be a total hypocrite and the last thing it's still not on the list but the last thing i want to do is be an hypocrite standing in the front preaching something that i don't practice so i am praying this for me and for my household that we will live in such a way that we will not smell any religious religious spirit when people come close to us but we will smell the fragrance of jesus and that's my prayer for you also we are from him through him to him amen my life is from him through him to him my family is from him through him to him my job is from him through him to him my relationships are from him through him to him my finances are from him through him to him everything is from this but look at this verse in leviticus 10:1 and 2 i share this with the fear of the lord this is a old testament verse look at this now nadab and abihu probably i'm pronouncing it super wrong the sons of aaron each took a censer and put fire in it and laid incense on it and offered an unauthorized fire before the lord which he had not commanded them and look at the second verse it's the most dreadful verse to look at it and the fire came out from before the lord and consumed them and they died before the lord it's not probably a very you know new uh, era of modern church verse it's a it's a old testament gross picture but it tells the reality of what kind of god we worship and it says here these two guys they made an unauthorized i think i underlined that offered an unauthorized fire before the lord what does that mean and i'm saying this with the fear of the lord please this is not to condemn anything this is not to poke fingers at anyone but i'm saying this listen with us with the spirit of humility we can keep on going in a way where it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay to treat your wife like this it's okay here and there i look some stuff it's okay you know i cheat on my taxes it's okay you know if i am messing around here and there it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay god still forgives but one day will come the rope will be left you're alone darrow miller says you are free to make choices but you are not free from the consequences of the choices you make and i'm sharing this with you because some of you need to take a grip hold of your life and stay say god i don't want bring an unauthorized offering on the altar and bring and not an incense to you that is a sweet aroma but bring an incense that actually a profane you know what do i mean by that i'll let it be very practical we can't live like hell on saturday and expect god to move like heaven on sunday 
it's impossible we can't misbehave misrepresent christ on saturday and come to church claiming to be christ followers we can't say i come to god on sunday to worship and stop worshiping god on monday worship never stops on sunday worship starts on sunday church doesn't stop on sunday church starts on sunday it spills over church it doesn't finishes on this one and a half hours we meet or two hours it it spills over you are the church you are the living sacrifice people need to know that you are different than the people that are around you amen now i wrote down here there are seven sweet aromas that are pleasing to the lord and that's what i want to focus on my prayer that you and me will be that seven sweet aromas why seven seven is a good number right that's why you could go for more than that or you could stop in four or six i want a first one a sweet aroma a sweet aroma of our prayers i want to ask you this question how is your prayer life when is the last time you as a family unit prayed together trusted the lord together involving the kids into the decision when was the last time you spent time in the presence of god not like yes let's pray this prayer you know we've been teaching our kids how to pray and they have the same prayer lord jesus we bless you you know what is that prayer they pray uh, we thank you for this day i know you are going to be with us and we stay say i know you are praying this prayer beautiful but i one day we i said to asha asha imagine you're talking to daddy you will talk the same way she said no how you will talk i'll share my emotions i mean she's a girl you know i will share my feelings yeah talk to daddy god like that and then she started opening her mouth in her own way explaining i said that's the prayer now you got to listen what daddy says do you listen yes now you got to listen how daddy god speaks to you how is our prayer life where where do you pray do you pray when crisis hits you or do you pray every time there is is there a time that you set together you know every single day in the family of papa's house as a staff in our personal family we set time to seek the lord we break bread together we say god i know some of you are working crazy you have shifts that's messed up your your personal family life but if you can find a window of opportunity just 5 minutes or 10 minutes that you can sit together when i travel i come on zoom or whatsapp video call we have a communion together why because there is something about bringing a sweet aroma to the lord when it comes to prayer leonard ravenhill says this i don't know anyone who heard that he says a pastor who is not praying is playing <laughs> huh? i want to see a church a prayerful church <clears throat> you know you don't have to scream out loud you know sometimes we think prayer means we have to shout in such a way that we think god is deaf you know elijah prayed he prayed one of the most simplest prayer you remember elijah he, he dug a sacrifice before the bahals do you know that story right they he asked to dig strange and put water in it 
and he didn't pray a pentecostal prayer he prayed a baptist prayer he said lord jesus come and touch you know sometimes baptist prayers are powerful we think the pentecostal prayers are powerful lord touch 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 lick 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 fire 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 come on lord i say come on come on touch come on god is like i am already here where you want me to go come on come on do 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 like are you stuttering or you what is the come on release release what do you want me to release we are laughing because we kind of understand where we come from sometimes the baptist prayers we think are oh, these baptist you know so this guy came and methodist guy went to heaven he said who are you i am from methodist background okay peter said you go to room number 11 but be quiet when you go to when you are passing through room number 8 then the pentecost came up and he said where are you from i am from a pentecost okay room number 24 but be quiet when you go to room number uh, room number 8 and then a lutheran came up and he said where are you from i am a lutheran okay you can go to room number 26 but be quiet when you go through room number 8 so lutheran stopped and said peter why you are saying be quiet be quiet i said peter said room number 8 baptist is there and he thinks he is the only person in heaven <coughs> anyway but <laughs> so if you come from any baptist background bless your heart but but that's just a joke i'm talking about sometimes you know we think we got it the more we scream more louder more noise we make we think god's power is there i don't think so i used to believe that you know our i i used to come from a place where we have this drum i don't know if you have you seen this drum this drum rhythm will increase the rhythm sandosham pongude that's how we start but then the tempo will increase the more tempo goes some people will jump from the left to the right and we think shakina glorious come but these people go and watch shakina films afterwards you know <laughs> so you know what i'm talking about so this is why i'm telling you guys come on i miss your dad he would say amen you know sharon you should give him a zoom id so he could come and encourage me come on is it make sense sometimes we think the louder is better no we can make the simple baptist prayer why don't you do this now come on lift up your hands and say god i want to be known in heaven for praying and interceding and crying out to people for crying out to you for people to come to know you you know brother sunil said my father is 91 years old he needs to know jesus why don't you lift your hands and pray that god will reveal himself to him come on what's his name brother abraham i pray father abraham left ur because he heard you i pray this son abraham i pray that he will hear you lord i pray that this this person will not leave this earth and pass into eternity without knowing you jesus come on church 30 seconds come on make that prayer yes pray for somebody who know doesn't know jesus yes pray for shiva this guy that he his heart will be touched by the power of glory yes thank you father thank you jesus hallelujah we bring a sweet aroma of our prayers through thanksgiving intercession petitions supplications adoration praise forgiveness seeking peace revelation wisdom 
praying for salvation and utter dependence there is another sweet aroma a sweet aroma of our repentance what is repentance this a pent is a old english word for mind you know pent that's why we say pent house on the top you get clear view if you are on a first floor you don't get anything other than the two buffaloes that crossing your streets if you are on a pent house you think see clearly pent repent it's like re-clearing your mind change of direction repent it's a metanoia that's a greek word change of direction change of your thinking look at this a repentance change in direction some of you need to make a absolute u turn and say god i am going to quit fooling around i'm going to follow you wholeheartedly i'm going to do everything it takes to rescue a few years ago my wife got burnt out like last year i got burnt out few years ago my wife got burnt out and that happens you know oh pastor you are sharing you are burnt out you are a pastor pastors get burnt out very often yes so I, my wife got burnt out and the lord said leave this country and i have to go and the lord said this is what he said he gave me a verse call unto me i will answer you i said god i'm calling out to you and he said you're going to fight for your marriage you're going to fight we never thought we will be together i'm telling this openly because she's done with india she's done with me she's done with me singing in the bathroom so loud she's done with my burps and all those noises that comes out you know she's done she said i'm done i'm done with india 15 years i put my life here no fruit nothing but the lord restored her and she is more passionate to be in india than me that's another prayer request for you <laughs> you know so but that's my point and the lord said you got to stay here go after and i said to the lord lord i will do everything that it takes from my side you know i come from a tamil south indian machista background where we call our wife hey we forgot their names hey hey you know that's so i i i know most of my pastors friends i don't know their pastor's name all i know is hey so i gently ask them how is pastor ma because i don't know their name hey a b c they are still in the kindergarten level i need to change you know if i have to save my marriage i need to change i have to change let go of my stubborn tamil south indian mindset so i took the hey and gave it to god i you know why cuz she is more important amen i want to share this with you why because this is repentance repentance is not just say lord jesus forgive me forgive me forgive me for please 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 sorry 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 you know this this guy in this uh, you know there is a tamil movie kolamav gokila this he approaches sorry 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 no it's not like that you know repentance another one sweet aroma of our witness when was the last time you boldly went out and talked about somebody talked to someone about jesus when was the last time you say do you know there is a person 
His name is Jesus. He loves you. Our boys went to V8. He started giving tracks. One guy took the track in front. It's to you, Vishu, uh, Patrick. He tarred it, put it on the feet, stamped on it. We killed Jesus. He's very proud, no? And Patrick was his knees were fellowshipping, but you know. But he, he said, "God loves you anyway." Amen. My brothers and sisters, take risk to share. Talk about the, what do you lose in this world? Nothing. I counted all loss. Paul says, "I don't know. It's in Colossians or Philippians. Somewhere it says, I counted all loss for the sake of knowing Christ." Just share. The, the one thing they will say is they will reject. It's fine. But at least you shared. At least ask the first question. Can I pray for you? Nobody asked. I was in Darling Bakery. This guy, you know, standing there with such a pain in his tooth. He's doing accounts. He already looks like he's super depressed because he's standing there, you know, heat and this and that. He said, what's happening to you? Now, pains, uh, toothache. I mean, in the middle, I said, can I pray for you? You put his pen down, he looked at me. It's like, what? Yeah, I can pray for you. He said, I can pray. Okay. I said, Lord Jesus, touch him right now that your presence will come. Bring complete healing. I don't know the pain is gone or not, but he said, thank you. His face changed. Somebody cares. So just a gentle thing. You know, just a question. A patient's come, depressed. They already have all those thoughts like how I'm going to pay, how I'm going to survive, how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to do this. All those, your, your word that brings healing. A witness. Amen? Number four or five, I don't know. A sweet aroma of our love. Whatever we do, we didn't love. That means we Christians, we shouldn't be known for our religion like what we hate. But we should be known for what we love. We love. God so loved the Pentecostals, he gave his son. God so loved the Baptist, he gave his son. God so loved the church, he gave his son. God so loved the world. The first person who loved this world is? Come on. God created this. So we are called to love. Guys, we are known for what we hate. Yes? What's so amazing about grace? Have you read that book, anybody? Yes? It's a must-read book. In the beginning of the chapter, this guy, Philip Ancy, is in, the, in a pub drinking maybe orange juice. I believe it's orange juice. You can imagine anything you want, you know. So he's drinking, there's a girl. She's on drugs, call girl. She's beaten up. And he goes by to her and says, what's wrong? He says, no, I'm, I'm in drugs. I'm completely sold out. I sold out in such a way that I'm selling my four-year-old for prostitution so that I can have drugs. So Ansi goes on and says, should I call 911 or should I do, what should I do? And the spirit inside of him told, yes, 911 would be good because child protection service can come and take the baby away. But the spirit told, there is something else you can do. Invite her to the church. So Philip Ansi says, can you come to the church this Sunday? We would love to pray with you and hear your story. And she looked, put her glasses down, look at Philip Ansi. And he says, she says, church? That's the last place I want to come. Philip says, why? She says, I don't want to be judged again. We know, the world knows us that we are judging. 
Blingham says, it's God's job to judge, Holy Spirit's job to convict, your job to love. Do people know you for loving the unlovable? Amen. I was in Australia first time and I was there. I shared a room. I walk into it. It's a small room. It's like 10 by 10 and it's a student's hostel. I stayed there for a couple of days in Sydney before I went to Melbourne and uh, <laughs> it was a crazy thing. I walked in, wrapped my, you know, got my suitcase inside. I put my, the bunk, down bunk bed was already taken on the top bunk. So I put my backpack on the top. Left side I see a, a, a book looked like a Bible. I lift it up. It's a Bible. And it's in German. So I was like, wow, that's a Christian. Thank God. So this guy walks in after 20 minutes. And I was like, why is he walking so weird? You know, so I had my doubts. And uh, then I asked him, what are you? And he said, I'm a Christian. He told his name, blah, blah, blah. Finally, the Lord set me free from being bounded by the religious lie. I said, that's fantastic. What was the religious lie? I was told that you can never be gay and be a follower of Jesus. So finally, I'm free. Now there's a church that accepts me. And I'm thinking, Lord, I'm staying tonight here in this bunk bed. <laughs> and I... I want to bring all those judgmental because you know why? We judge people only who sins differently than us. Do you know that? Do you know that? That's so crazy, isn't it? Because gays and lesbians? Oh no. Porn? It's okay, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, human challenge. It's a human challenge, you know? It's a man, what do you do? Man. What's up, man? Hello? It's a challenge. It's not a challenge. Sin is sin in the eyes of God. Come on. I have one faithful person who's here. Come on, at the head. Yes? Guys, come on, this makes sense. I'm talking about sweet aroma. We, we, are, we have to be, get real with this. Otherwise, we will be another religious group trying to pretend that everything is fine. Inside, we are rotting. And that's, don't want, we don't want that. So, and the Lord said, he rebuked, stop focusing on you, start looking at him. Ask him questions. I start asking. He comes from a very abusive background. His dad beat him to core. And he's been bombarded here and there. Alcohol dad, you know, workaholic. And he's so much expectation on him. He's beaten up. So there's a wounded spirit down there. Next, next day is Sunday. So we googled it, there is a hill song close by, we took a taxi, he paid for it, I was being a pakka Indian, allowed him to pay, you know, <laughs> you know, he paid for it, we went to, the nations know how the trick works, so, you know, so we went there, arrived there, the, one of the pastors is a Malu guy, so I said to him, you know what, he's been there for many years, he talks like Australian, so I said to him, this guy has got a challenge, can you please work with him? He's there, he's going to be here for the next two months. I now and then keep in touch with him. He says, Charles, still it's a struggle for me, but I'm hoping one day I'll be out of that. He still thanks me for the time that I didn't judge him. I'm not saying you should tolerate the sin. You should never tolerate the sin. But at the same time, can you lead that person 
in such a way that you allow the bible says the goodness of the lord leads people to repentance not the wrath of god amen i'm i'm hoping one day that guy will be free from that challenge the other one a sweet aroma of our tithes and offerings and this is a very sensitive subject because it involves money one way god test all of us our spiritual authority is through money do we really trust him you know some people can trust god their life for eternal life but they cannot trust god for the temporary money that's for me it's absurd you could trust a god who can give you eternal life but you can't trust him for your finances and the lord delights in first fruits not the leftovers not when you are comfortable you know and i always say and i know some of you are very faithful in your tithes and giving offerings but for those who are struggling in this i want to challenge you you know sometimes people say well i give my offering here i give my offering there i spread it across i give my tithe here there i say to them how about you get your treatment in cmc and pay the bill in arvi hospital you eat in kanna hotel and you pay the bill in surabi international where you are fed spiritually there you need to invest and by the way as i am not asked standing this and asking as a pastor if you give this sake of giving to me you have missed the point okay i am not asking this for me i am asking this for your sake to trust god and i wrote down here you can never give more than what god has given to you never never try this and this is the one scripture that god says test me prove i'll prove it to you i'm god in this try to give the first fruits last week one person came to me and said anna i got my first salary in cmc can you please pray he gave me that envelope and he said pray over that first fruits and he came and dropped it in the box first fruits it's there is a significant when you put god on the first place you know some of you i i know that because somehow it's it's linked our <clears throat> bank account is linked the church bank account is linked to our number and you see first 31st itself boom 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 for some for those who are watching online also i'm telling this for some it comes 22nd 28th 16th or two months later whenever you can this is not a premium you pay this is not like i'll pay my emi somehow otherwise you know if i don't pay i will have flat tires or my kid will be in diarrhea no 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 you give god because god has given you more amen we made a decision i tell my boys my brothers here you give god the first fruit don't give it all spend it all then leftovers no you first give him when you give him he is giving like an insurance policy over and i want you to try for those who have never tried i want you to try try giving to god in the place where you have been plugged into and i said this and i'm i'm so glad i can talk this openly with you because i have that freedom and i i believe that you have the freedom to talk to me and some of you open your hearts we live in a culture of like window shopping church shopping do you know that it happens 
People are here three, four years, they jump everywhere. I call them frog Christians. They jump everywhere. Go one place here, one place there, check out here. Oh, check out on online. That's it. You will never grow. Never grow. I lived four years in Amsterdam. Same church of 20 people. I was there pulling out the chairs, standing there, being an usher, serving, serving there. Why? There are good churches outside. Yes, but God put me there. I want to grow. Be plugged in one place. Give all your heart. You know, in the, from next month onwards, from Feb, September, I will be sharing some of the vision, what God has given for Papa's house. How we will move in the next October onwards. I will share in detail. But if you just hop around, you will never be filled. You will never grow. You will never able to see the fullness of God in your life. So my prayer is that you will plug in and you will honor him through your tithes and offerings. And the sixth one, a sweet aroma of our relationships. Do God come first in your relationships? Is he the first person that you paying attention to say, God, you are the reason that I am here. Is God your number one priority? People say, well, if I offend this person, he is not going to talk to me. I feel I don't want to offend that person. Billy Graham said, and I quote, people don't mind offending God, but they do, they, sorry, people keep on offending, they don't mind offending people, but they do mind offending God. And we are like that. Sometimes, we just for the sake of friends and I have to cut loose some of my friends why because they didn't bring me closer to Jesus because some of my friends are toxic to where I was going I have to cut loose they are good people they call me religious fanatic they you know all those nonsense names it's okay you know why because I know where I'm going I know who I'm hosting the one I host I cannot afford to lose Amen. There are some tough choices. Let me tell you this. I'll break the highs for you. Walking with Jesus means you have to stop walking with somebody else. You can't walk with Jesus and then walk with someone else also. It's a one-way road. Amen. Let me read this. I don't know whether you heard this guy's name. His name is J.D. Watson. He said this and I quote, the Holy Spirit will put a strict watch over you, a zealous love, and will rebuke you for little words and feelings or for wasting your time, which other Christians never seem distressed over. So make up your mind that God is an infinite sovereign and has the right to do as he pleases with his own. He may not explain to you a thousand things which puzzle your reason in his dealings with you. But if you absolutely sell yourself to be his love slave, he will wrap you up in his jealous love and bestow upon you many blessings which come only to those who are on the inner circle. Settle it forever. Then that you are the deal directly with the Holy Spirit that he is to have the privilege of tying your tongue, chaining your hand, closing your eyes in ways that he does not seem to use with others. Now, when you are so possessed with the loving God that you are in your secret heart, pleased and delighted over this peculiar, personal, private, zealous, 
guardianship and management of the Holy Spirit over your life, you will have found the vestibule of heaven. Sometimes God puts some mandate over you. He says, hey, you know, that person is not worth it. That, that relationship is not worth it. This movie time is not worth it because you are seated with me in heaven. This, this chat, Pastor Charles is good, but I always say, when you hear the word but, you need to move your butt because that conversation is a gossip. You know, this is what, this gossip, this this little thing, this talking, this thing, it's not good because you know Holy Spirit is tying your tongue, he's tying your hands, he's tying, why? Because he's taking you into a place of intimacy. Amen? Does it make sense? Or I'm just ranting? Does it make sense? Does it make sense? Yes? One more thing, we're going to wrap it up. The sweet aroma of our time. We all have low times, you know, Times when we come back, throw our shoes, one is on the south, one is on the north, you know, and we sit, relax, turn on our favorite channel or go YouTube shots or whatever thing we watch. And recently the Lord is dealing with me in that area. Even in your downtime, I want you to honor me. That sounds a little bit weird, isn't it? Because downtime is for you to be enjoy, maja karna. Just enjoy. But sometimes downtime is also where the presence of God is there. David says in Psalms 139, where can I go? I go up there, you are there. I go down, you are there. I sit here, you are there. Everywhere, your thoughts for me are unsearchable, O God. How marvelous are your ways towards me? How's your downtime? You know, we all have downtime, right? How well are you using the downtime? Monday is like my downtime. I don't turn on my phones, you know, wake up a little late. Yeah, now with the little one, they wake up late means seven is the latest. <laughs> you know, so, and uh, wake up a little late, have my coffee, roam around with my pajamas until 11 o'clock. You know, being mundane, you know, watch something, go late movies, the brothers go eat somewhere, sometimes we all go eat somewhere out, watch a movie. The Lord is like putting a restriction. What do you do in your downtime? You know, never in the Bible it says even in downtime you cannot seek the Lord. Hello. Sometimes I used to be like, downtime, no, I can do quiet time tomorrow. It's just, the Lord is like, I want you to seek me. Lord, then I say to people, Lord, how about they are enjoying? I'm not talking about them, I'm talking about you. Because God is refining few of you in a such way. Why? Because he trusts that you can represent him well. Amen? He has given you influence, he has given you authority. Why? Because he sees that where you can go when you host him very well. Now, I want to read this and wrap it up. We're going to take communion. Patrick will lead us in communion. This is what Reynard Ravenhill says. It's up in the screen. You can take notes if you take a picture of this. No man is greater than his prayer life. The pastor who is not praying is playing. The people who are not praying are straying. 
we have many organizer organizers but few agonizers many players and payers few prayers many singers few clingers lots of pastors few wrestlers many fears few tears much fashion little passion many interferers few intercessors many writers very few fighters failing here we fail everywhere that's my prayer that i don't want to do a show here on sunday put up a nice 40 minutes it's more than 40 minutes charles you know nice 40 minutes sermon and then live my kachada life from monday onwards i don't want to do that i don't want you to do that have a good time on sunday monday hey you forgot your wife's name you understand what i'm saying does it make sense look at this many singers few clingers you know me and yunus always we pray over this. this is a small gathering we pray who we allow here on the stage and we see people who are devoted in their families and we say to them you can come and we really reach out to them do you want to be part of this it's it's not because the gifts promotes you gift may put you up there but it's the character that keeps you up there do you know that take all the superstars this big guys who are signing contract the baseball the superstars of the contract the contract they won from the soccer where are they in 20 years down the road nowhere do you know larry king have you heard about larry king larry king was married nine times he was the best talk show but i think he talked a lot in his home because it should be other way around anyway i'm not going there <clears throat> look at that some of you understood my humor anyway much pa- fashion little passion are we passionate about jesus come on guys look at this much interferers few intercessors when was the last time when you look at some situation your heart is broken say god it breaks my heart to see by the way following week the week next we will be inviting the little ones outside to come and study here evening class or something she she has it all you know you know and uh, so pray for that pray that this little ones not only get educated but they will know there is a god in heaven loves them look at this many players and payers few prayers many organizers but few agonizing what is agonizing in your spirit Yes, Pastor, agonizing. It's 11:24. I made a booking at 12:10 in uh, all-you-can-eat barbecue. <laughs> Are you going to wrap it up or not? I'm not talking about that agonizing. Amen. Here are some announcements. If you have missed any of our sermons. You can watch them by logging in on Papa's House through YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes and Facebook. We have a family support program where we support single mothers and their children by getting provisions 
through finances and opportunities to earn a livelihood through small businesses. Every Friday, through our homeless feeding program, our team prepares and distributes food packets for homeless people in and around Velour. We would encourage you to join us in this program by either preparing or distributing food packets and also by considering making your generous contributions through your finances. If you consider yourself to be a part of Papa's house, then we would encourage you to send your tithes and offerings. But if you are visiting Papa's house for a few occasions and led by the Spirit and you feel that Papa's house has made a difference in your spiritual life and your connection with Christ, you could consider sowing a small seed through an offering. We would make sure it falls on the good soil so that it reaps a good reward from God. You can find the details of the bank accounts and Google Pay should you decide to send in your offering to us. We will intimate to you once we have received it. Also, here are the links on how you can reach and follow us.